Looks like that did it. Just changing that. Oh, that's what I do. Yeah, I'm I'm recording now. Right on. Cool. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Jeremy and Brian Try to Podcast, TTP. We're going to give it a shot. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Um, I'm going to turn myself down a little bit. Oh, God. That's why. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. This is fun. This is fun. I'm in a hotel room in Cleveland, so I'm, uh, I get a little pass here. So let me, let me see here. Here we go. All right. We're good. Brian, Jody. Yes. It's been a little while since we've spoken, and um, uh, I have... Damn it. My wife is texting me now. Oh, my girlfriend's texting me. Well, we are... We're wanted men. Our, our ladies love us. Oh, uh, my God. Now my side piece is texting me. <laughs> with a yet, 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 with a yet. Ooh, ooh. If you want to go and take a ride with me, we're three wheeling in the fall with the goldies. Oh, why must I live this way? If you want to go and get high with me, smoke a L in the back. The Benzy, oh why must I feel this way? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to fill you in on some of this. But first, I, I want to tell our listeners this is the first uh, episode we're recording after I have submitted our show to iTunes, and we should be getting that authorized here pretty soon. So this, this should be the first one we record after we're up and running. So. Just keep yes, that in mind. Actually, folks, we were supposed to be recording our first episode live in the same room together, but unfortunately, Hurricane freaking Michael had yeah. other plans. Yeah, that's right. That's why that's why I'm in Cleveland right now. For those of you who don't know, I am a catastrophe adjuster. And so you might be asking yourself, well, if you're a ca- catastrophe adjuster, why in the world are you in Cleveland and not on the southeast? Well, I'm an inside catastrophe adjuster, and uh, I do like coverage and liability and stuff like that. So, and I like help uh, what we call the reserves, the people coming in that were calling up to assist with this big storm. Because you know, you the, the, an office in Tallahassee can't handle all of this, so we get people from all over the country to come and help. Uh, with uh, with with handling these claims. So if we have any listeners listeners in the southeast, I'm helping you right now. You just don't know it because I'm in Cleveland. But regardless, exactly. But you do owe him some gratitude and possibly a little kickback from. Don't you do that, man. I want I want to keep my job. Okay, well, sorry. I want to keep my job. Never mind. You can send him to me. <laughs> I will not facilitate that. My job. I will not facilitate that. But I'm excited about this. But you're right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we were supposed to be recording live together. We were both looking forward to that, and it was going to be fun to drop, you know, drop a bunch of episodes and then have our first one after that be us in the same room, so we can kind of, I don't know, you know, molest each other and have a good time. But uh, love that idea. Yeah, it would have been fun. But uh, so my wife is texting me right now, man. Uh, still texting me right now and I should probably check this but um, I uh, <laughs> have you ever heard of the ring doorbell yes yes it's uh, thank god those things did not exist whenever well they did but they weren't as popular when I was doing my criminal activities yeah. because I would still be behind bars I'm sure oh yeah yeah might, might have had uh, might have been caught for other things that um, may not have come up at trial 
Oh, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> let's continue on with your story. So, the Ring digital doorbell. I'm, I'm, like I said, I, I travel a lot for work, and so I wanted to get something for my wife that would make her feel a little safer with me being gone. Sure. The Ring Ring digital doorbell is awesome, for those of you who don't know. So it's like a, like a high-def camera that you can put on your doorbell. I could install it, and I am not good at that type of stuff. And I installed it, no problem. You install the... Uh, Install this little uh, high-def camera, download the app, it does all the installation for you, and now I, we can see who's coming and going from the house. And uh, it's kind of cute. Every time my wife leaves the house, uh, she'll like look at the doorbell and wave at me because it's motion-activated, too. It's not just if you walk up and like hit the doorbell. So it's motion-activated. She walks outside, she waves at me. I'm like, oh, I'm at work. Oh, see you, babe. Have, have a good time. You can actually press the phone and talk to her. It's awesome. Well, adorable. It's adorable. Well, today she went on a walk with our big dog, Dexter, who I can't wait for you to meet. He's an Australian uh, cattle dog and something mix. I don't know what the something is. Someday we're probably going to do like a 23 and me with dogs and find out what it is. Oh, wow. But, <laughs> but uh, for now, we're just saying he's an Australian cattle dog, even though he's twice the size of one. So she goes, she takes him on a walk because he's a very active dog. He's used to chasing Australian cattle. And, um, sure. yeah, right. And, uh, so she takes him on a walk, has a little book, like a backpack on him because that's supposed to actually make the walk a little better for the dog. Like go on like a one mile walk regularly. It's just a one mile walk, but you put a backpack on him. You're and, adding some resistance. Adding some resistance. The dog thinks he's doing something for you. It gives him a little bit of, uh, um, you know, he feels like he's accomplishing something. You know, it's really good sure. for the dog. Uh, you can put your keys in there, wallet, you know, gun, stuff like that. Drugs, yeah, they can mule the drugs across the neighborhood for you. Right, right, because he's adorable and nobody's going to suspect anything. And exactly my, right. And my, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my wife's just like, she's just a Johnson County wife these days. Nobody's going to expect anything from that. And um, so she comes back and I get another, another notification. There's activity at your doorstep. So I answer and I was like, oh, hey, babe. I had just gotten back to the hotel room and I'm talking to her. And she's like, hey, look who's out here with us. And I look and my 13-year-old Cocker Spaniel's out on the front porch with her. I was like, oh, cool. Did you take him on a walk with you? She's like, no. What? Okay. Uh, did you open the door and let him out? No. Okay. So Whoa. my dog, my 13-year-old dog, had found a way out of the the fence and had made his way onto the front porch and was waiting for her when she got home. She's on like a 45-minute walk. And uh, now he wasn't on the front porch because that would have activated the little sensor. And I would have been like, oh my God, my dog is on the front porch. What am I going to do? I would probably would have panicked. I would have been panicking. No, no. All is well. He was just in the middle of the fucking road. Oh my God. So she comes home from her walk and our dog at twilight when it's dark out is sitting out in the middle of the road panting just waiting for her to come home. And uh, so that's I get this little notification she's at the doorstep. She said, how, what, what am I going to do? I said, just take the camera out back and show me what's happening. And there's a little spot in the gate that is like the, the ground's a little lower than everything else. And um, to be honest with you, I should have fixed this before I left, but there was so sure. much that I, I should have done. There was enough of a gap there that I knew there was an issue and I had put a planter there for him to like, hopefully just not go out. But I... Brody is a freaking I really want to swear right now Brody is a jackass I can say that Yeah He's a jackass 
And yeah. he's not like Dexter, where Dexter looks and if 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 it's not easy for him, he's just like, screw it, I'm gonna go have fun doing something else. Brody is like, I want to get out of here. There's a planter in front of me, and I'm going to do something about it. Sure, yeah, hey, you know, uh, Brody's like, I see a half-ass, uh, you know, repair to this whole situation, and I'm going to expose this, you know, half-ass work that uh, I have seen this man do my I've entire seen this life. My entire I, I have seen a pattern of ha- half-assery uh, from the days of me being a puppy, and I know that. I mean, if he it, has it might this, look impenetrable, but I know, I know, I know. So he uh, he had he had just like dug it out of the way, pushed it out of the way, and uh, so I'm like, Sarah, how are you with the drill? Are you going to be able? No, okay. Uh, so no drill, no option there. Um, so she, so the the people who owned our house before, they had like like I, I don't want to I, I want to say probably five gallon paint buckets out in our garage, and uh, I and she said, oh, there's some paint out here. I'm just going to put these buckets in front of this hole. That's right. Just put more things in front put of it. Put more things in front of it. Just put, like, one planter is not enough. Right. Let's just keep piling stuff in front of it. That's what she did. The planter was empty, to be fair. It was just an empty, like, plastic planter. So oh, it, God. It wasn't, it wasn't much. She took these, like, five-gallon paint buckets, put them, put them by there, put a planter right next to it, then put a one-gallon uh, 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 bucket on top of that. And she, Hey, honey. Honey, come here. What? Hey, look at those new freaking neighbors. Look, what the hell are they doing? It do they looked, know this is Johnson County? That half-ass crap. And it, freaking old-ass dog just walked right around it like it was nothing. It looked like she was setting up a Home Alone trap, is what it looked like. Mauve, Mauve, what are you doing, Mauve? <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. We're the wet bandits. Is that yeah, good? The sticky bandits. bandits. <laughs> Where were the sticky bandits this time? So she sends me this picture, and I and I, I just go, I just immediately found a Home Alone gift and sent it to her, and uh, now I'm just getting responses of uh, not funny, blah blah blah, stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, so that, that's where I'm at. At first, I, I put the Ring Digital Doorbell on there to let you know how awesome the Ring Digital Doorbell was. And then right before we started recording, all of this went down. And I was like, well, now I have a different story about the Ring Digital Doorbell. And yeah, this sounds- is our plug for the Ring Digital Doorbell, everybody. That's our first yes, sponsor. You can get your Ring uh, Digital Doorbell at many of your favorite retailers. So please remember the Ring Digital Doorbell. Ring. Ding, 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 ding. If I had my sound effects, I would be doing that right now. But but I don't yeah, because I'm on the but, road. Yeah, we're on the road. We're doing this thing on the fly. We are. Um, yes. So how are you? Um, I I don't have any new gadgets or anything like that at oh, all. Oh well, then I guess I guess show's over. Shows. Yeah, over. shows over. But uh, what I do have is real life problems. Oh. And you yeah, you want to get real know, real? Want to get real? Yeah. You know this is like you know uh, you know IRL in real life, yo. Uh. And Oh, is that is that so, a prison term that I wasn't aware of? Is that I? No, in, I think that was like an old desperate likes uh, chat room uh, thing they used to do. Like, do you want to meet IRL? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, then days later, the woman's missing and never seen again. Right, right. Um, Just a bunch of but, LOLs after that. LOL, 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 LOL. I'm gone. I'm dead. So for me, you know, I'm happy go lucky everything's fine okay and all of a sudden my car is making this terrible rattling sound 
Oh, God. It's slipping in and out when I'm trying to drive, I think. It's a transmission. This is your new Cadillac. Uh, yes. And they tell me it's something different um, that's going to be like a $2,000 repair. Well, you're rolling in the money these days. Who cares? You got it. Um, yeah, good. so I might as well just all you know put it in a big pile and freaking burn it, right? <laughs> you know, and these, these are the things that instantly go through my mind uh, as as I buy it. You know, I'm thinking like instantly, I'm like, oh man, I hope I don't get a flat tire. Oh man, yeah. I hope this doesn't happen. Right. I think I sometimes uh, worry these things into existence because it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, sure enough, yeah. you know, I got this freaking transfer casing or whatever, some part. I don't even, I can't even tell you what this part does, but obviously it's important because now the car is going to hell fast. Okay, let me ask you this. What what year is your caddy? Oh, man, it's an 05. Ah, okay, okay. See, I, I was thinking the whole time it, it might have been like a brand new Cadillac, and I'm like, just... Oh, heck no. Okay. Heck no. no. Okay. No, no, no. How many miles? So now, now I'm to the point to where I, I'm trying to decide if it's worth to invest that kind of money in, a, in that car because of the value and this and that. Right. Or now I have a feeling I'm going to be car shopping again and oh, using God. it as a trade-in. One year out of prison and you're shopping for your second car. Yes, yes. Ballin', ballin'. Hey, man, remix. <laughs> but I just don't. It's not what I wanted, darn it. I mean, I was comfortable. I was cool with my current situation. Right, right. But, you know, life throws you curveballs constantly. So that's what I've been dealing with. It's just going to be a pain in the butt. Not excited. How many about. miles? How many miles are we talking about on your Cadillac? 120. Oh, yeah, dude. You're in that. You're in a position where you don't want two grand. Is that what they're saying? Yes. Two grand? Nah, don't drop it. If if it was if it was under ten and under a hundred thousand miles, maybe. But you're over ten and well over a hundred thousand miles. So I'm like, what you know, what if I do this? Then something else decides to go out. Yep. You know, all of a sudden I have more into the car than what it's worth, you know, and I just don't even I don't want to get stuck in that hole. So yeah, I mean that's that's my fun and exciting thing whenever I drive down the car and I see people turn their heads because the rattling sound of my car is making. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna remind you of a time where you and I met at a uh, uh, a restaurant on the North Side Broadway uh, a couple years ago when I was I was driving a work vehicle. I don't know if you remember this. I was I was yes. in in Wichita for work. And yes, we went to Doc's Steakhouse. Yes, is that what it was? Don's Steakhouse? Is that what you said? Doc's, D-O-C-S. Doc's. I had never been there before, but it, this is like, for those of you who don't know Wichita, this is picture. Oh gosh, no, that's. I was gonna say picture the diner in Pulp Fiction, but it's not necessarily that. But picture the wood pane walls. Every wall is wooden. Um, not paneling, and yes. not nice wooden. This is these are the, the wood panel walls that you just like staple to the side. Yes, but, but it's a steakhouse from like the nineteen fifties or sixties. I'd say yes, yes. Hasn't been updated the entire time, but it's wonderful food, fantastic service. But you walk in there and it's just a a, a flashback to the nineteen fifties. It's wonderful. But yes, I had never been there before. I pull in. I'm waiting for you. I'm on my work computer, just kind of hanging out. And then this big old truck, it's like a dually. It's a, I think it's an F-250, comes yes, it is. barreling off of Broadway, just screaming <laughs> through 13th Street. 
off of Broadway and just <laughs> bottoms out, and you're just looking at me with your window down, giving me an S-eating grin like, <laughs> like, what the hell? I'm pretty sure you coasted in from Kellogg, which for those of you who don't know, that's like 25 blocks. You had to have been screaming down Broadway. To, and you did. You just you rolled in Uncle Buck style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got into the parking spot, and you're like, hey, Chody. And I'm like, we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to talk about this truck that you just rolled in on. <laughs> so I mean, you have a history of these vehicles. Maybe it's time instead of like getting a, a, a nice used vehicle, because the Cadillac's a nice used vehicle, but maybe it's time to get like a reliable brand new Chevy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something. You that, know, I agree. Yeah. I agree, yes. For sure. So I think we're going to have to step it up and do that. And uh, I mean, I, I can afford it. I just tried to do something a little different. And I also wanted to finance it on my own. Right. Which yeah, I was yeah. able to do that. And and luckily, I, I've had good payment history. My credit score has gone up quite a bit. So the bank says I can pretty much get what I want to get now. Good, good. So I'm just going to have to look and see what that's going to be. I and lost people you. are calling me. Are you still with me? Yep, yep, yep. We're here now. All right. So the bank said Sorry you can, about that. Yeah, all right. So the bank said you can get pretty much whatever you want. Yes. So that that's what I'm going to do. And I'm sorry, I'm putting my phone on silent. Everybody, I thought it was on silent. I don't even know why it rang. <laughs> but there we go. So so, um, so what are you leaning toward now? I mean, like. Uh, I'm not kidding when I say Chevy. I mean, I've got a Chevy Equinox that uh, a lot of people might think is some sort of family wagon, but it's a pretty nice, reliable vehicle. I haven't had any issues with it whatsoever. It's it's one of the most reliable vehicles on the market. Ours is a 2015, zero issues whatsoever. All I do is go in and get an oil change every once in a while. And uh, it's already paid off because it was a reasonably priced vehicle. So... Well, you know, and that's the thing what do you uh, think? I just want to say about the Chevy Equinox. The Chevy Equinox is a great <laughs> utility vehicle that can get you around and get you to where you're going. And when you get there, if they have a ring doorbell, oh. they will know you're coming. No third row seats available. Oh. Yeah, no third row seats. You can't get a third row seat okay. Equinox. That's okay. I, mean, I don't need that anyway. Right, right. I mean, you have a bed to screw in now. You don't need that back seat. Yeah, yeah, I do not need that. Which, by the way... Ah, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, segue. You know, it's kind of sad because screwing in cars is very popular at the drive-in. And I just saw that the landmark, now Starlight Drive-In, is officially closing. A Wichita establishment. Starlight Drive-In gives you more. Gives call you more. five. Call five two four two four two four. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, we all remember that. Yeah, well, everybody. That was my first about. job ever. That was your first job. Yes. Oh really? Like yeah. first job or first? Well, okay, both. Both. <laughs> you know, and uh, let's just didn't, be real. Didn't know we were going I, so specific. I, uh, you know, I was 15 years old, okay. and I wanted to work. And uh, one of the teachers at my school was. Oh wait, are we talking uh, about the job manager. or job now? Well, well, oh god, well, it's both, both. <laughs> We're still talking about both. both. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, 
I heard he was the manager of the drive-in also, so I went and asked him. I had an interview, and I got hired, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world because— Oh, absolutely. Not only, you know, are there movies there, right? but also I got to stay late. Oh, yeah. You know, I was out out late, you know, because there's three mo- there's two screens at that drive-in theater, right? and each one of them plays three movies. So, you know, and it has to wait until it's dark to start. So I felt so cool that I got to stay there, you know, and I could watch movies. And um, I, would, I worked a concession stand at night. But here's the thing. Okay. A lot of people don't realize is that you also have to work the days as well. Not only because you, of the... What are you doing in the day? That? Are you just cleaning oh, up and stuff? Well, or? hey, do you think that all those used condoms pick up themselves? <laughs> So you're out there, you know, it's seasonal, so they don't even have to pay you minimum wage. I'm out there making like four seventy five an hour, tired from right. the night before, and every single popcorn, pickle, nacho, soft pretzel, pop, anything you sell the night before is now <laughs> thrown on the ground for you to pick up the next morning. And it's just sitting out there drying, because I'm sure you're not out oh, there at 7 a.m. dry. And the heat. Yeah. And then, like, I remember I never, I never in my adult life have released so much liquid as what I used to see in these condoms out there. For God's sakes. You would think that somebody said, hey, honey, we still got this skim milk back here. What do you want me to do with it? Oh, just dump it in that condom, honey, and throw it out there. Throw it out out the window. Fill it it. all the way to the top and throw it out. I mean, holy cow. It's skim milk. Skim so it's not vitamin D. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's not two yeah, percent I mean, because because whole milk will be too thick. It has to be more, you know, see through and clear. So right. I, I'm I'm thinking like uh, when I'm out there, I'm like, well, this is disgusting. So I kick rocks over it, right? I right. Just cover the condoms with rocks. Right. So right. I'm inside at my at my break, getting a drink, and I say to my boss, I said, "Oh man, it was so gross. This condom out there. Oh, it's so full." Uh, um, I said I was afraid when I was kicking rocks over it <gasps> that some of it was going to get on my shoes. And he said, what? <laughs> and I said I was afraid it was going to get on my shoes. What did you say? What do you mean you kicked rocks over it? <laughs> well, what was I supposed to do? You're supposed to pick it up and put it in your bag. Mind you, we don't have any gloves or anything. Dude, I am not picking up a used condom, man. Forget about it. I don't you have those, want to touch those pinchers. I, I don't that even you want to touch unused to condoms. Yeah, you, th- those pinchers you used to reach and, and, and grab things. You didn't have any of those. No, no, we didn't have any of that technology. Technology. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about an iPad. I'm talking about just a little <laughs> thing that has a little grip. Okay, <laughs> we didn't have that technology. <laughs> no, it's not a we Tesla, didn't have man. Anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing too. Um, about picking up trash is that it has all the intro songs, you know, that the, the music that's uh, playing at the drive-in when people pull up to watch a movie. Um, so, you know, you hear the same dang songs every time you're picking up trash. <laughs> so, um, still to this day, like when I hear the, these freaking songs, I'm taken back to the drive-in. Are you yeah, talking about like the concession songs or are you talking about the just like the 98 rock they had playing at the time? Well, I'm talking about the songs they have playing on the speakers. 
um, which would be like, you know, like, oh, welcome to the Landmark Drive-In. The Landmark Drive-In is a Wichita establishment for years. Yeah. Please be sure to put your speakers back on the pole at the end of the movies and, <laughs> and please return your trash to the trash receptacles. Now, you're listening to this dang message uh, as you're picking up every single thing these people threw out. <laughs> but so some of the songs that I will never um, if you got my head from there is Escapade by Janet Jackson. Oh, interesting. Okay. Come on, baby. We got it made. Come on. Escapade. You know that one? <laughs> Barely. Okay. It did not burn into my soul the way it did with Another you. Another one. <laughs> Life is a highway. Oh. I, I want to drive it, it all night yeah. long. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm talking about the original version, not the remake that Rascal Flatts did. You in my way. Um, uh, walking on, walking on broken glass. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh man, incidentally, these, these are also <laughs> uh, swimming pool songs. Like, I bet lifeguards have dude, the same oh, issue. That's that exactly right, dude. I remember, like, these songs, and one more was, Take these broken wings <laughs> and, and learn, learn to fly. fly. <laughs> oh, my so, God. That's the you're worst. You're right, there's so... There's so many songs that instantly take me back to the drive-in, okay, to the swimming pool, and to the skating rolling rink. rink. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I was with you. Hey, hey, hey! Does everybody remember this? Like, you know, there was like those songs, you know, at the skating rink. And I'm not talking about Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, <laughs> Jack go wonder limbo. All right. I'm, uh, I'm talking, and, and, and of course, it's probably different for every age group, but. Right. You know, it would always be like, all right, I need all of you boys ages 5th grade to 7th to get out on the floor for the speed skate. Like, uh. Girls, 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 or Dr. Feelgood, but come on. Panama. You're out there. Panama. Oh, hey, come on. <laughs> hey, and I'm out there every week saying this is the week that I'm going to just show up and know how to skate all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm going to know how to skate backwards all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. You know what? The couple skating klutziest freaking couple guy skate in the only. world. Couple skate only. Oh my couple God. skate yeah, exactly. only. Sorry, clear the floor, kid. And I'm just sitting there scooting along the wall, holding on to it, just trying to get to the dang exit. The carpeted wall, by the way. The carpeted wall for some <laughs> the reason. carpeted stump what? at the bottom. Yeah. Where the hell was that carpeted? That was just made for rub burns. I mean, they're just like, hey, watch. The, 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 the engineer who manufactured it is just like, check it out. This is going to be for all the fat kids that are running, like trying to hold themselves up on the wall. They're just going to come and get rub burns all over their face. Watch this. Check That's it out. That's genius, John. Do it. I need shag carpet stack. <laughs> Dude, I watched uh, uh, I watched a movie actually uh, recently called White Boy Rick. Have you heard about that? It's Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to see it. Matthew McConaughey's new flick. There's a lot of it that takes place at a roller rink, and I don't remember these times of a roller rink, but I bet you it happens. So, uh, White Boy Rick, he did he like made all of his drug deals and like all of his drug not his deals. Excuse me, I am gassy. Not all of his drug deals, but all of the deals he made with other drug lords he made at uh, roller rinks. And now granted he was like 15 years old, but he would go to the yes. roller rink in the eighties and all of the pimps and all of the drug lords would be hanging out at the roller rink. And I'm like, where was this when I was a kid? But then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, maybe it did happen. Maybe they were there. Brian, yeah, we were you're, just you're, so oblivious to it. Uh, exactly. Just completely oblivious to it as a child. Just not, not have any idea what's going on there, but roller rinks are pretty 
gross places when you think about it. It's just oh, they are. I mean, well, dude, just like the bowling alley. Uh, you know, these guys just sit there and give that little half spray of that sanitizer into the shoe, and yeah. and you when you walk in, the first thing, the keynote smell, that the the top note that your nose is picking up. <laughs> Is Top the note. rank nasty shoes? Yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> I just love the way you described it. The, the top note that you're picking up is sour. Yes, yeah, it is sour. That is that is the thing, and it's every it's intermingling sour. It's it's not just like oh that guy has smelly feet. It is years upon years of people intermingling their stink with other people's stink. It is a big gumbo of foot <laughs> funk. It is like everybody... Show title. Hey, it's a potluck. I want everybody to bring something, throw it in this boot, and we're just going to let it marinate and rot. And we're <laughs> yeah. going to keep charging people to, to, to put their foot in it. But, uh, and, but don't worry about changing you know, your socks you, before you, know, you get here. Oh, oh! You just got off work. No big deal. Go ahead and just keep those socks on. Yeah, you just keep those socks on. Use those socks again. Just got back from the gym. Cool. Leave those socks on. We're all right. Oh, you haven't changed since the last time you were in these shoes. Uh, keep clear, them on. Hey, trust me, buddy. You saw me give a good hefty spray of the sanitizer in there. It's good to go, pal. Hey, man. I'm gonna tell you something right now. No, I smelled that exact pair of skates when I walked in the door. <laughs> I knew that that was the ones I smelled. I knew that was the one you were going to give me. And here we go. It's like it was predestined, and now I'm putting my foot inside of it. Did you ever get And a- I'm going to sweat. And now all night long, I, I, you take off your socks, <laughs> and you just smell the you know you, the funk is coming off those socks, man. Did you, did you ever get like one where you're like, I can't wear these ever again, and actually go up or down a size? Just, like... Just so you wouldn't get that one again, I've done I that bowling. Did that at the bowling alley, yes. At, yeah, at, bowling alley at, at Cheney Lanes in Cheney, Kansas. I went there enough that I was like, you know, get get size ten, size ten, size ten. Eventually, you get one. You're like, oh god, I can't wear these anymore. I got to go size ten and a half. And I'm just now having a moment of realization that it's probably because it was my own damn feet that I couldn't Whoa. wear them again. <laughs> you're messing with your phone. What are you doing? <laughs> How can you tell? Because we're on Dude, people Skype. Keep, people keep calling me, man, and I got to get them off of my phone. You said. And I apologize, you, everyone. This is why we got to do it live in the studio. You're right, but I'm sorry. I just want to point out to everybody. You said, how can you tell when you're using Skype on your phone and, <laughs> and your finger is going right in front of the camera as you're tapping the screen? Hey, I like a kid who just got busted. But I don't know this new technology, this sorcery. You this said, how can Skype, I tell? Like, as you call it. But, I'm like, my POV, you're poking me in the chest right now. Like, I mean, <laughs> you're picking a fight. POV, by the way, the best kind of porn. Um, <laughs> POVD yeah, is the best kind of porn, actually. Because I, I, I don't want to see the guy's face and what he's doing. I just want to pretend I'm playing, you know what I mean? <laughs> but no, but seriously. Pass me the um, controller. <laughs> But like whenever I, I, I would go to the skating rink, I was such a fool. You know, my mom would be like, hey, do you want some money for the concession stand? And I'd always be like, no, mom. Tonight's the night I win the limbo. And the <laughs> winner gets a free nacho and a free drink. <laughs> Dude. Well, you know, and I, I can't even skate. 
<laughs> let alone play the limbo. How the hell am I going to win? You know, so you step out there with your hand-me-down, rank, garbage pail smelly, <laughs> you know, the skates that you rented, you know, and... Uh, you know, and hell, half the wheel may be busted off of one of the oh, yeah. wheels. Yeah, that that was the and, problem. It's it like a busted you know, shopping it, cart. It, it, dude, the first round is high enough for you to just skate through standing up. Okay? Yeah, because you're, you're four foot six at the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, the first round is enough. So you're feeling real comfortable. And all of a sudden, you're wondering, like, why is it taking so long to go through? You step out to the side. Oh, and there he is. Every skating rink's got him. The dream guy with his fancy skates that he bought. Oh, yeah. Or and, got for Christmas. Give him a little bit of credit. You know, his see-through wheels on his skates. <laughs> they may even light up as they roll. And he's leaning all the way back. The back of his head touching the floor. And he's just moving along by just taking his fingertips across the floor. Just as a power move. Just to let you know, even if you make it through this round, yeah. I can do this later. Oh, right, right. Because what you're saying is he's going over the four foot six pole. You're going under the four foot six pole, but he's all the way down to the ground. So it's like three and he's a half feet above him. He's already doing that just to take all of the courage <laughs> and all of the hope out of you in the first round. Right. There was no need for that, man. No need for that at all. Yeah, yeah. Little did you know, that guy was actually 36 years old. Him, you know? Yeah, well my, well, my friend Jesse Barnes took care of that cocky little prick, so oh, yeah? don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, Jesse what, Barnes got him. What'd he do? So, um, yeah, well, well he, he got in his face, and he, and, he, and he wanted his nachos. And he wanted to, let me get some of those nachos. And uh, basically, Jesse was poor, and Jesse wanted to eat. To me, it was a pri- I, I I didn't need the food like Jesse did, but Jesse wanted the food. Dang it, he was gonna get it. So it's funny that you mentioned all this because I I remember being at like a first grade, um, like open skate type thing. It wasn't somebody's birthday, but most of the kids from school were there, and I remember Guy. Guy was his name. G U Y Guy. I hate him already. And yeah, he, he just had a cool name. And there, I, I, he was born with a cool name. But yes. he, he got like some sort of prize there. And before that night, Guy was, he was like me. People knew who he was, but he wasn't very high on the social ladder, you know. But yes. he won some sort of like neon green hat that had, do you remember, the, there used to be like, you know those desert hats that have like a little piece of fabric behind it? That uh, that was really popular in the eighties. That you'd have like the the bill, almost like a mullet. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're talking about. Like, yes, like, it, it, it had the flap that came and down a flap the back, back there. The yeah, that would keep the sun off your neck. Yeah, it was like a redneck preventer yes. cap. Well, he got one of those, and I remember like the crowd cheering for him, and I'm like, "Oh, guy, that's so cool, that's so." And I was like trying to get to him, and be like, "Guy, come here, guy, little first grade me, guy, guy, come here." And I realized at that moment that everything had changed between me and Guy and the rest of the school. He was now based off of randomly winning that hat at the roller rink, the most popular kid in school. Dude, it, oh my it, gosh, it dude. It did not let that up. That is crazy. It did not let up, you know? You had those moments where you look at like a friend who something happens and you're like, dude, you just want a hat. That's all you did, but now you're the most popular kid in school. And 
kids are dumb. So yeah, he didn't do sh- yeah, dude, crap. That, 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 that was his pivotal moment. Yeah, but he had no personality. He wasn't Jeremy D, the farting machine. He, he I mean, had a freaking hat, bro. Yeah, he got a hat. But there was no telling anybody that. There's no looking at David and going, yeah, man, all he did was win a hat. He's like, yeah, but he won that hat. That and yeah, wear exactly, it every day exactly. to school. You know what? Just I mean, I wonder if he looks back upon that and knows, or I wonder if he has it like you know up on his mantle. Exactly, like like the first dollar he got when he opened his business yeah, exactly or something. Like that. <laughs> I credit it all to that body glove hat that oh, I won man. in first grade at He's the Louisville the yard with it. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, it's kind of like that guy who still wears his letter jacket back to the uh, football games after yeah. he graduated. That's it. Everybody's like, God, I can't believe I French kissed that guy. <laughs> Which one? The one in that stupid freaking hat. <laughs> he <laughs> peaked. Mom, he's a he chode. peaked in first grade at the Highland Village <laughs> Elementary School <laughs> skate party. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I was so jealous of that guy, though. So jealous. I couldn't believe oh, it. Everybody was. Everybody was. Everybody was. That's so crazy how it really does take something that small back in the day to do it. You know what I mean? I think that we probably have like those moments or whatever. Like for for me, like whenever I really stood out was whenever, you know, I dressed up like the nerd and came out and tripped and falled in the middle uh, of a music concert. It's always got a big laugh. And oh, instantly, yeah. Instantly, I was a name and nobody knew who I was the day before. Oh, yeah. Dude, I won the, twi- I won the twist competition. And my, uh, <laughs> you know, like when, uh, like during, uh, uh, like, so it would rain outside and you'd have to go have indoor recess and they'd be like, yes. Oh, we got to keep these guys entertained. So what are we going to do? Oh, uh, get everybody on the, it's a cafeteria slash school stage. And they're like, Oh, we're going to do a twist competition. And I was up there doing the twist and I won and I somehow became the next guy. The second, the second, uh, every class I went into, Hey, Jeremy, show me the twist. And, like, eh, 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 eh. Uh, and so all of a sudden you get to bust it out on command. Yeah. Oh no, I'm doing the wrong song by the way. Come on, baby. Let's do the yeah, twist. Yeah, I did it. You got to lift your leg up while you're doing it and stuff. Oh, yeah. Henson, Henson, look at you. Yeah, it was. I, I have those moments as well. I wonder if Guy looks back at it like, oh God, that hat got me through an entire year of Highland Village Elementary until exactly. that one day it rained, and Henson. Oh, up until there. that one day it freaking rained. <laughs> Suddenly there was no need to have a hat that sheltered your neck from the sun. That's right. This was a boy who thrived on the inside. He thrived on the inside. He shined in the fluorescent uh, I only shined in the sun. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> I, I, wonder, I, I, I would have to think that this quote-unquote guy, which probably now, you know, I mean... <laughs> yeah? That'd be crazier if he now identifies female. But um, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. But I'm just saying, like, it's funny how parents think that they need to affirm his his, you know, his masculinity by naming him Guy. Right. And his last name, guy. I don't want to, the guy had the coolest name of all time, so I'm not making fun of the guy. His name was Guy Shambo. Is Sh- guy Shambo? When you combine those two names together, Guy's all right, Shambo's all right, but Guy Shambo sounds like, well, Dude, it sounds- Guy Shambo is a freaking amazing name. <laughs> right? I mean, it, it's either the hero or the villain of an 80s movie. It could be either. Dude, he is. 
is like the uh, what do they call that? You know, like the 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 flawed hero. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's rough around the edges. You know, like he's an a hole who, for some reason, is now forced to do something good, which <laughs> goes against his character and typically causes you know costs him his life at the end. Right. Right. And of course, the hat. The hat, bro. The hat. The hat. And that's the thing. You know, they Guy Shambo went to <laughs> save the little boy, and they didn't know if he survived or not. But suddenly, they said, "Look." And they saw the hat floating down the river, and they knew that Guy Shambo was no more. No more. I just love oh hearing you God. say Guy Shambo. <laughs> I, I, I just love saying Guy Shambo. I like to say it all as one word, as if he's like a Japanese samurai. Yeah, Guy Shambo. Guy <laughs> Shambo. Guy Shambo. Hey, man, I love that. I love the fact. Hey, I hope he's listening. And Guy Shambo, congrats, man. That's amazing. He's just sitting there in his hat, listening to the podcast, going, tipping his hat to us right now. He's tipping his hat. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I hope everybody out there enjoyed this. I tip my hat to thee. <laughs> that was a good oh, one, man, dude. I got dude. I got to tell you this story about this freaking chode that I was sitting next to in the in the uh, and and chode not in a good way, not the way we refer to each other. Um, I was flying, uh, from Kansas city, by the way, I got to fly from Kansas city to Chicago, to, to Cleveland, which in any other, in any other sentence, nobody would be nearly as excited. Like I got to fly from Kansas city to Cleveland, not very yes. exciting for most people, but I got to do it being a Kansas city resident now. So I didn't have to drive three hours to get to the airport in order to, you know, fly. I got to just ring up an Uber. Do, 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 do. Uh, Hello, Uber. No, that's not how you do it. You do it actually on an app. Are you aware of the Uber app? I just got to make sure. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. I've actually used it a couple okay. times. But the crazy thing is, just real quick, because you probably were not able to do that in your previous town, right? You're right. Exactly. So it's, Yeah, because I actually have a hard time getting one here, too. You have to get lucky, like somebody just brought one back from Kansas City. Right. And then you can catch them. And they're hoping yeah, to maybe get a little bit further back to Kansas City by getting a ride from you or something. Yeah. But I, I, I uh, <laughs> so I, I got to uh, call an Uber. It's not call it, order an Uber. Takes me to the airport, drops me. Jesus, I'm gassy. I'm also drinking beer. I have to let you know Do that. Um, so they pick me up, drop me off right at the airport. Right away, I'm just like, this is amazing. I didn't have to drive three hours. I didn't have to park here. I, I love everything about this. The Kansas City Airport, when you get dropped off at the curb there, you are 30 feet from your, eh, maybe 50 feet from your airplane. Just the way that the terminal works there. How, have you have you flown out of Kansas City? Surely you have, right? Yes, I have. Yes. So they're like, they're like half moon shaped buildings. And like half circles, basically, uh, buildings. And you dr get dropped off on the curb. And if you get dropped off close enough to your gate, you're literally like 50 feet away. There's there's no there's nothing stopping you from getting in w in like 30 minutes. So I got there an hour early, had plenty of time, got on the airplane, had a great first leg. And then I catch my connecting flight. I'm in Chicago. I get the connecting flight. And I. I sit down next to. Actually, I sit down. I'm all by myself. I got a. I got an aisle seat. <clears throat> I like the aisle seats. 
I'll take or leave it. I'll see it. You get a little bit of extra leg room because you get to kick your leg yes. out. But I love looking out the window of an airplane because to me it's still magical every time I'm in a plane. I love looking yes. out the window going, I agree. this is amazing. I fly all the time now, but I still love looking out going, my God. This is this is a miracle. This what we're having here is a scientific miracle. But anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm in the aisle <laughs> it seat. It really is. Yes, I'm in. The, I'm in the aisle seat, and this 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 girl walks up to me. She's uh, I'd say probably five foot four, buck fifty. No problem. I can live with that. I'm no okay. I'm no skinny guy myself, but I I I can live with the. But behind her, she's got a rolling. Doggy case. Okay. And she gets in and she's got a little puppy in a little case behind her. And it's small enough that it slides right underneath the seat in front of her. So she's got a little puppy. Yep, 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 yep. And I'm like, oh, cute little puppy. Cute. Oh, look at that little cute little puppy. <laughs> There's a puppy down there. Oh, cool! It's a little puppy. Look at that cute little puppy. Hey, that's great! You brought your puppy on the plane. Hey, I wish I could have brought hey, Dexter. By the way, my puppy's in the street right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, ding! <laughs> I got a notification that my dog is in the street. I wish I could have brought my dog. I've got a sixty-five pound dog. I would have rather had next to me. But I'm so thinking, anyway, there's this little dog. Little dog yapping and. The thing is, it starts to really get upset about something. I don't know what it's upset about, but I'm I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, your dog seems to be upset. She's like, yeah, he's like this every time we fly. Okay. So this. Oh, great. Thanks for bringing Exactly. This isn't like an emergency situation. Like I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like like mom died and I have this puppy and I, I'm not going to put a puppy down to the hold, you know, but it's not an emergency situation because she's done this before. And exactly. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And uh, she's not even like she's like reading her book already. We haven't even pushed away yet. And she's like reading her book. But this dog is. <laughs> and people are starting to look back at me like I'm the guy with the dog exactly. because they like, can't like, see like, her. Like, like you and your like you and your wife brought your damn dog with you. <laughs> My teacup poodle with me. And this thing. <laughs> And I'm like, do you mind? Maybe I could like, maybe it's mad at me. Like I'm a stranger. I'm sitting next to you. It's trying sure. to get to me. Maybe if I put my hand down there and I can smell me, maybe calm down <laughs> a little bit. So I put my hand down there and it's trying to bite through the case. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's like a five pound puppy. It's five pounds and it wants to take me out. Oh man. It wants to slit my throat, and everybody's looking so at me. So clearly, you're the problem. Oh, it's all my fault. It's all yeah, my I fault <laughs> for for letting her sit down next to me. I could have done something, exactly, probably. Man. I'm a big guy. What an a-hole. What were you doing on that plane? What a jerk. I could have looked at her and said, seat's taken. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in no, Forrest Gump. Seat's taken. <laughs> you can <laughs> But it gets worse. It How? gets worse. The uh, flight attendant comes up to me. Hey, there is an exit row seat right up there. If you're interested in taking that, I'm like, an exit row seat? Really? They said, yeah, yeah, because, you know, the dog is barking at you right now. Like, it's my <laughs> fault again. So, so you have to. <laughs> so, so maybe you can give it some space and go sit up there. And they're like, doing everything they can to make the <laughs> who sat next to me. Dang it. A-hole 
who's sitting next to me, <laughs> make her feel perfectly fine, but make me feel like the a-hole in the situation. Why don't you go sit by the exit row? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, the exit row. I'm going to have a bunch of leg room. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, by all means. This is like an upgrade. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. sure. Absolutely. Thank you. And I look at the girl and I'm like, I... Your, your dog is lovely and I just get my stuff and I and I and I walk away. I'm like, this is not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. I got to go up yes. here. They're t- telling me I need to go. I need to give you some space. The instant I leave, the dog stops barking. No you issue. You are freaking kidding. It is done. Doesn't make a peep the entire time. Thanks a lot, a-hole. You should have just moved a long time ago. You knew that it's, dog didn't like you. Dude, you know your dog hates you, right? It's not my dog. Oh, there's that guy who inappropriately touched that dog. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am trying to get – I go to the exit row, and I look at the dude who's in the seat, and he's like a, an 18-year-old, six foot four, all of like 130 pounds. But uh-huh. somehow – He's sitting like he's five foot eight and four hundred pounds, just taking oh up everything <laughs> all the way over into my seat, and he's dead asleep. Just dead oh, asleep. I can't get him. I'm like, I, and I'm already up, and I'm like, I'm not going back over there. I guess I have to go over here. Oh, so I'm no. stepping over him. I'm st- I'm straddling his <laughs> legs as they're kicked out in front. I'm trying to get, and then I'm big, so I'm like, yeah, trying to get my bag under the seat in front of me. And the whole time he's not moving at all. And finally I sit down, and his elbow is a good six inches into my seat. And I'm trying to like, oh no, I'm trying to like grab his elbow, lift it up so I can wedge myself into the seat. And that's exactly what I had to do. He didn't wake up. I, I grabbed his elbow, lifted it up so I can get in there. And the entire time, he is leaning on me. He's dead asleep. Um, he's just being the biggest a-hole I've ever met in my life. I'm trying to I'm trying to put my <laughs> elbow into him to wake him up, you know? Because he's not just... Uh, there's etiquette when it comes to these airline seats, well, you know? sure, man. There's absolute etiquette. He's not doing anything. His legs are also out into the row, and this and the and the uh, uh, the flight attendants. They're it was a uh, it's a perfect storm. I mean, you know, but at this point, you got to kind of be careful. It's a touchy situation because you've already upset the dog. Right, I've already sexually I mean? assaulted a dog. Yeah, you, you have <laughs> bestiality has happened. Right, and, then and now you're back there trying to take advantage of the kid you roofied. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? You be twink. There's this twink right next to me that is passed out clearly from the roofie that I had supplied to him. He's underage. You know, clearly you have, you know, Jesse Camp who won uh, the the DJ, the PJ competition on MTV. Just some tall, skinny, twink kid. Do you not remember Jesse Camp? I do. I remember him. <laughs> He's just next to me, passed out, sprawled out all over the place, and and and, and he had a shot of uh, of rum that was sitting right in front of him too. Captain Morgan, the douchiest of rums. Oh yeah, hey. I remember my first drink. <laughs> yeah, and he's sitting there, and so of course, okay, maybe he's over twenty-one, but which in that case, what I did to him is perfectly acceptable. But oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second I'm before kidding. you incriminate yourself any further. <laughs> I'm kidding. What the hell did you do to this guy? I ended up just ch- kind of being like, "Oh my god, this is just a good story for the podcast." Like I just didn't care at that point. I was like, "I don't care. I'm just going to tell this story on the podcast. No big deal." 
the entire time I'm huddled up against the wall like I always am because, again, I'm not a small guy. I'm not a fat guy, but I'm not a small guy. I'm huddled up against the wall trying to get away from everybody in the entire plane by huddling up against the wall. Now I've got I've got the got the open uh, the open window next to me. I've I've I've, I've switched from aisle to seat. I'm kind of happy. Me, sir, you're not supposed to open the freaking windows. We're gonna lose cabin pressure. <laughs> I, those windows don't even open. <laughs> it does have a little shade on there. I'm okay, right? Like like that. But as as we're starting to land, he's starting to rustle a little bit, and I'm like, oh, good, good. He's 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 getting up. His his funny bone is out of my rib, so I'm okay now. And oh my god, this is making me so uh, mad. Yeah, he's. Luckily, I was not on the flight with you. I would have been air marshaled <laughs> off of the plane. Here's the thing. Suddenly, this guy is interested in our landing. I think he might. Oh, hey, I like planes. Might have. Yeah. I want to wake up now. Yeah. Oh, look, I want to look out the window. But who's got. Oh, wait, aren't got, you sitting by the window? Who's got control of the window? Uh oh. Yes, sir. Who's got the green hat now? Yes, sir. This yes, comes sir. full circle, isn't it? It was Guy Shambo. <laughs> it was, it Guy, was Shambo. Guy Shambo. He had the douchiest hat on. I didn't even think about it. Oh, my God. It was Guy Shambo. <laughs> it was Guy Shambo. It was <laughs> Guy Shambo. Guy Shambo. Rochambeau. Oh, Guy Shambo. Right, <laughs> well, we totally Rochambeaued there. We Guy Shambo'd this whole thing. So yeah, here he is. He's, he's getting up. This thing's been Guy Shambo from the get-go. <laughs> I've got a big noggin. I don't know if you've ever noticed my noggin. It's a good-sized noggin. Oh, me too. So actually, we've got a listener, my former podcast co-host, who has been dogging on you on Twitter. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> Dude, I think I did see it earlier, and I'm going to get back at him by banging his wife. <laughs> No, so, man, you did not hold any punches on that. Just like, I will bang your wife. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm dude, going. that's what you do in the joint. You got to go straight for the jugular, bro. You're weak. No, you're talking about the size of your noggin. Um, there's there's the... Uh, oh, never mind. I'm talking about something different then. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. On, 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 you must have been talking about something different. Because on the website, there's a picture of us at my bachelor party with us having our heads together, and yours looks gigantic. And, uh, dude, my head is gigantic. When I was born, my mom had to take me to the doctor every week to measure my head to make sure it wasn't still growing. (laughs) Elephant man. (laughs) Hey, bro. Sorry, Jody. Sorry, Jody. So anyway, uh, my my, my former co-host, Craig, uh, uh, when I posted the artwork, quote unquote artwork, which you guys will see here pretty, pretty soon. Love the artwork. He said, uh, Brian's head needs to be about 40% bigger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i i i lol'd as the kids say or the chat room say anyway oh that's I great am, but yeah i was talking about something different but now i just officially added his wife to the list <laughs> so i'm sitting there he's he's getting up and he's he's looking out the window and i'm like sweet so i did the whole you know remember the old comedy game the uh the improv game where you do the mirror you do the exact oh, same yeah, so thing. Oh, yes, everywhere he moved, you moved. I was doing the total mirror right in front of his head. Oh, eh, oh, eh, eh, eh. He's trying to look outside. I'm just moving my noggin in front of him the whole time. And then I <laughs> finally he catches on to what I'm doing, and he just sits back in his seat and harumphs. And I said, I looked at him, I said, oh, I'm sorry. And I leaned back, and I just shut the screen. <laughs> oh, yes, ball game. And he tried to reach in front of me, 
And I and I, I finally, he's invading my space, trying to reach in front of me, and I reached my hand out and I said, excuse me. And he looks at me, he's like, I'm sorry, I just want to look out the window. And I said, I don't want to look out my window. Oh! Oh! Hey. Keep in mind, I'm the guy who loves to look out the window the entire time you land. Oh yeah, but see, this is the thing. Love it. It doesn't matter. You yeah. have that discipline. I will. You have that in you, bro. That's you right. You will sacrifice and you will hurt yourself just to hurt another. Just to spite that spiny little prick. I go oh, so. Oh my god, yeah. no doubt. I was like, I'm just fl- sitting there, just hey, taking a sip of Captain Morgan and making a face as if he just took straight Everclear. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he just can't even get it down. It's a good taking year. Taking a chaser oh. with every sip. It's just a good year. Oh, yeah. Taking Gatorade sips behind it. A uh, little chaser <laughs> Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah, I see you. I know who you are, oh, Guy Shambo. Man. I know who you yeah. are. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to fall for that. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I kept strong. And I landed with the, the screen down the entire time. The dude was so mad. It was one of those guys. You know the you know the guys at the end of the airplane, at, at the end of the, when you land, they immediately stand up and try to get through the aisle. Like Oh, like, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. As if there's no order to that as yeah. well. As if, like... He does not have to obey any yeah. of the rules. I will. I will take over your seat. I will run to yeah. the front of the plane. Hey, I, guy. I, I, everything's about me, bro. Yeah, guy. Hey, guy. You ever been on a plane before? Hey, guy. Yeah. You ever been on a yeah. plane, oh, Shambo? Dude. You know, you know what I'm thinking about, though, how Guy's hat, if you wore it backwards, it's also a sleepy mask. <laughs> yeah. What a cool hat that guy had. <laughs> he had a really cool hat, man. I got to give it to well, him. I mean, obviously, bro, it carried him through his first grade years. I'm going to tell you right now. That it's almost like, dude. I don't know. Like, you did. Fate chose him that day. You know? It did. Body now, glove grabbed him. I think it's so funny how I just imagine a little chubby you hollering his name, and <laughs> all God. of a sudden he doesn't even know your voice anymore. <laughs> oh, he doesn't know who I am. Hey, I'm sorry I couldn't hear you. The neck flap was covering my ears. It just. Hey, guy, 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 guy. Yeah, oh, man, suddenly you're no one. As I'm oh, backwards man, skating down. parties in the past. <laughs> hey, oh, by the way, speaking of your hometown and all that. Uh-oh. Um, um, just, it just takes me back to a little nostalgia from, you know, a story we've told on this podcast. Okay. Before about your dad cheating in ice cream making Oh, my God, I was talking about this at work the other day. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, I, I didn't know that he had, he had now started making money off of it. Um, at a birthday party the other day, so people had Blue Bunny homemade vanilla. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is Gary all day. Just, like, Gary now has worked out a deal with Blue Bunny. Just stamp homemade Bunny, on it. <laughs> homemade vanilla. Dude, if it, how is it both? How is homemade a flavor? <laughs> homemade is a flavor as and much exactly, as free and, and, is a flavor. And what hoe made it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> On that note, Brian, know, what? well done. We are done. You realize that? <laughs> we are done. Wash our hands of this episode. It is all in right, right. the bank. Oh, and I just squeaked bank, squeaked on my last word. Oh, Ugh. man. In the, the bank. When we're done with this episode, don't worry. I will clean it up by... Spraying it with this foot sanitizer I got from the bowling alley. It'll clean all. It'll clean That's it how all I'll out. edit it. It'll. It'll. Yeah, I just spray it, it on my screen. It edits all and the swear hey, words. Seriously, hey, you know, with the big cigarette in his mouth. 
Hey, kid, that stuff ain't free. Just a little <laughs> tiny spritz per shoe. And then he puts it on his underarms because it's his deodorant, too. <laughs> Disgusting. In his mouth. <laughs> Everybody, by the time you hear this, you will be streaming it on iTunes. That's right, guys. Don't forget to uh, to subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. I don't care if you hate it. I do care if you hate it. If you hate it, give us a five stars out of spite. How about that? Exactly. But also, exactly. stop by the Facebook page. Stop by the website. Leave us a comment over there. Do everything. I'm going to have everything in the liner notes. I'm not going to do what every other podcast does and give you everything that we have out there. Check it out in the liner notes. Check it out on, on the, uh, the, the show page. And reach out. We want to communicate with you guys. This thing is going live. It's going to happen. Oh, by the way, I've got an awesome idea. I think we had this idea the other day. Uh, Chody, correct me if I'm wrong. We've got a really awful artwork right now. But this is oh yeah, but at the same time, it's awesome. I think I love it it's, right now. It's it's awesome right now. A coworker did the art for me, and uh, Dude, I just it brought a laugh. I laughed so loud <laughs> when I saw it because I I was trying to do a bad drawing, but right. it wasn't as bad as. And then yours was just it's so perfect. Bad. It's bad, but it's fun. So what I want to do is this is try to podcast. We're trying to podcast. I yes. I have hosted a podcast before, but I've never been like the technical side of things, getting things going before. And um, what I'm wanting is maybe a little improvement every episode, maybe every month, or just whenever it qualifies for it. Take our artwork that we have and see if you can do something better with it. I would like to see some fan art. I would like to see your interpretation of my head. (laughs) Um, I would like to see where you guys go with this. And then, of course... We will select some to be our artwork for our page. That's right. And we're wanting to and gradually get better and better. So preferably, you know, we don't need Banksy, you know, I, although I know he listens. We don't need him immediately to step up. We need somebody like uh, Fake Fake Ned Yost. Brian, you'll know who he is once we drop. Have him give us something and then And, and actually, better. I do follow him on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like yes. like we don't need the best right out of, right off the gate. You know what? We're not going to turn it down either. I don't know what's going to happen, but anyway, yeah. Do it. Is, well, you know, if you send it to us, we're going to have to. You know, no offense, we're going to keep it on the back burner until we're ready for the good stuff. But right. send it. Yeah, send it all in. We want to see it. And this is try to podcast. We're going to try to podcast. We're going to try to make the artwork better. We're going to try to make the uh, website better. We're going to go off and do stuff. We joked around about maybe going skydiving. Try to skydive. Dude. Yes. That'd be that'd be yes. a lot of fun. I know so we're some- gonna be learning a lot of things along the way, and uh, we're gonna just try and do a lot of stuff. And want you guys to try it with us. So thank you so much for listening. And all I know, Brian, is we we finally have a gimmick. It only took this is what the whole the whole reason why we recorded everything in advance was to figure out what kind of gimmick we want to have, and it happened. Yes. It happened. Honestly, here we are. Try to podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, everybody. Stay classy. Okay, so we really need to try to get a better closing as well. That's what we're saying. Yes,
a date and somebody said, hey honey, we still got this skim milk back here. What do you want me to do with it? Oh, just dump it in that condom, honey, and throw, throw it, it out, out there. the window. Well, I Brian mean, will get it. Fill it all the way to the top and throw it out. I mean, holy cow. It's skim you milk. 